This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New year, same bitch, different day, same dick. Welcome back to Kicking It With Cause. That is, that's my morning prayer, if you could believe it. That's just, that's all I, that's all I say. I get up, I say those words, I light some incense, and I just, I skip. The lost art of skipping. It's truly meditational. And I skip around my room. With incense, and I go, New Year, same bitch, different day, same dick. You know what I'm saying? And it's honestly, it's therapeutic in a way. And I encourage you, you know, put that, you know what, pin that shit, put that shit on your Pinterest board. I bet you're thinking about it. Matter of fact, get that shit tatted on your ribs so that every morning you wake up and you look in the mirror, and the first thing you read is scripture. (laughs) Psalm 138, don't look it up, just believe me. Believe me. Believe me like you would believe a crying mother. It was dark and weird, um. But you would believe her, um. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I feel good. Not really. I don't feel that. I feel okay. I like. I'm. You know. I'm fine. I guess. <laughs> that was. <laughs> that was something. That was a roller coaster right there. I'm. Mean, you know. I'm. I'm. I'm as good as you can be. Right. I'm as good as you can be. It's cold outside. I'll tell you that much. That's for sure. It's been cold in Chicago. It was like in the negatives. Which is crazy. I also, you know what I don't like about the people who use Celsius, which is the rest of the world, whatever. What I don't love about it is they're like, it was it was negative 30 in Canada, so two degrees. Don't act, they try to, you know, you guys try to, you guys try and milk that shit. Like somebody, like I'll be like, it's one degree in Chicago and somebody's like, well, it's negative 53 in Alberta. All right, man. I don't, you know, you're so, the negative is so low at this point that I don't even really, I'm, you lost my interest. You lost me. You know, you lost me. Because now I just feel like you're making it up. It's negative, it's negative 87 and, and, uh, and uh. <laughs> Those are how I hear all the people in the comments. Well, it might be zero, but if we're talking Celsius, it's actually negative 32 degrees below. <laughs> Sorry, it's not even funny. <laughs> it's actually, it's kind of, that's how I would say, this is, it's how I imagine like the 50s weatherman sounded. 
Well, you see, there's a there's a cold front coming in. There's a cold front coming in, and it's gonna it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an icy one out there. Make sure you got your boot tie, your pants long. Make sure you're wearing a full suit. Don't wear a winter jacket. Wear a full suit and smoke those cigarettes to keep warm. All right, back to you, Mike. <laughs> What's on the news today? Well, we're talking about why every wife needs to be get a lobotomy. <laughs> we're talking about how abuse can be solved with a simple lobotomy. You'll no longer have to hit your wife. We could solve the problem at its core. <laughs> Which is terrible. You know, they should have never did that. That was sick that they cut. That was, oh, that was bad time, you know. Electrocution therapy, also not good. That was, I'm going to be honest, though, I want to try it. I feel like, because, you know, it, in a way, it like it weirdly makes sense in my brain. I don't know any of the scientific reasoning for why that works. Like why the electric, I'm sure it's something with the neurons or some, some brain thing that I don't understand or know how to explain. I'm sure it is. Absolutely. It has to be, but like electroshock therapy, I don't really know how it works, but I imagine it's similar to the Pavlov method in a, (laughs) in a way where like, see the way in my head, the sick way in my head that electrotherapy, electroshock therapy works which I know this isn't the way, but in my head, this is how they do it, is you walk in, and it's basically just like kind of like you become one of Pavlov's dogs in a way, and they just you kind of walk in, and like, there you go, are you anxious? And then they just like shock the shit out of you until you decide that you're not anxious anymore. You're like, I'm so sad. And they're like... So how did... Now, are we happy? <laughs> we, you, we feel joy now? I feel like it just gets to a point in electroshock therapy where you you lost all feeling in your in your face and you can't actually get a word out and they just mark that one off. They go, well, you know, they're not complaining. So that's a win, Uh, (laughs) which is how most guys run a marriage. Funny enough. Anywho, that's anywho, anywho, anywho. That wasn't a stab at anybody. You know, that was just a thought that I had in my old noggin running around. Welcome back to the show. Like I said. Episode 81, it's a beautiful thing. I'm sorry that I haven't had an episode out in a while, but the good news is that we are still 357th best podcast on the internet. Um, Ranked. Uh, The greatest thing about that number is I just fucking made it up, and you thought that it was real. Uh, Some of you did, you know. (laughs) If you thought that it was real, raise your hand, okay? Raise them up. And I hope that if you just did that right now, somebody, I hope that you'd, somebody just saw you fucking do that because you look fucking stupid raising your hand, listening to a podcast in your car right now. That would be so, if you actually raised your fucking hand, take that hand and just slap, just fucking slap yourself a couple of times. Actually take that hand and actually shove it up your ass because you're my puppet. (laughs) Take that hand, shove it up your ass. Take that hand, shove it up your ass. Shove it right up your ass because you're my puppet and you do what I tell you to do. No, I'm just fucking around, obviously. I do hope somebody saw you just like raising your hand somewhere, though. That would be very funny. That would be very funny. I hope somebody got a photo of that. They did. They did. They did get a photo. I have eyes everywhere, cameras everywhere. Anyways, what I say? 357th? Yeah. 
I did that. I only did that. I know everybody who's been listening for a while. Like, here he comes with the lies again, which is rude that you think that I can't tell like one ounce of truth, which is sick. And I don't like that you think that about me. And you should really change your opinion about me because I'm I am I'm an upstanding guy. They used to call me Honest Abe. They really did. They used to call me Honest Abe. No, they didn't. Uh. I do like building a trust, though, with you guys. I feel like we have a sense of trust. Not with these new listeners, apparently. They don't, they're not going to believe anything I say for the rest of their lives because I lied to them right off the jump. For a moment, they probably sat there and were like, you know, what a fucking great guy. <laughs> what a moral. Upst- like, everybody lies. Everybody's always gets on here and they go, we're number one. And everybody knows that they're lying. But he gives you the real hard, the stone cold facts. You know, but now you found out that I lied. And you're probably thinking, Anthony, why? Why, Anthony? Why do you lie? And I, you know, and I'd, I'd like to follow that up with a question. Why wouldn't I lie about everything all the time? It's my life motto, actually. Uh, actually, when I die, I want to be cremated and I want my ashes to be sprinkled in those exact words. And then I want you to pour our thick resin on me, put it inside of a coffee table and then I want my grandchildren to have that coffee table and I want you to nail it to the floor so that they can never move it and they constantly just feel weird about it. <laughs> That's all I want. I don't want to give them any money. I don't want to give them anything. I just want them to give I want them to have a coffee table. I want them to have a coffee table with my ashes spelled out into the words why wouldn't I lie about everything all the time? That's what I want. Actually, matter of fact, fuck that. Get my bones, <laughs> spell that shit out with my bones, pour the resin, nail it to the floor, and then they could never, and use my skull as like a nice centerpiece. Maybe, honestly, maybe some nice woman on Etsy could make like a homemade, could make like a candle centerpiece out of my skull. I don't know which one. <laughs> so let's imagine some nice woman on Etsy uses my skull. I think it'd be funny if she like opened my jaw and then like the candle sat inside my jaw. Like I'm just I forever, I die and then my my skeleton is just forever like deep throating, uh like a mahogany teakwood, <laughs> just deep throating a, a mahogany teakwood, which is one of my dreams in life to just be able to deep throat mahogany teakwood, uh, <laughs> just a nice candle, and I want I want the centerpiece to be my skull deep throating specifically a mahogany teakwood. And then inside that coffee table that's once again nailed to the floor. Possibly maybe even pour concrete on it in case they try and move it. And let them know that if they do ever move it, I will haunt their ass. Like, that's the caveat. You're probably thinking, Anthony, well, they'll just move it when you die. No, I will haunt them. And I mean it. I mean it to my core. And I just I just think that would be like, like first of all, I'm giving them an opportunity for like a great conversation starter. Great icebreaker. Tell me something interesting about yourself. Well, my dead grandpa's in my living room. Uh, he's in my living room coffee table, you know? <laughs> my grandfather's in my living room coffee table, so that's cool. I could just imagine, like, my grandchildren, maybe they have, like, a date over for the first time. Or better yet, maybe they have a dog, and one day that dog gets a little rambunctious. He's been inside for a little bit too long. Maybe it's a cold day. You couldn't take him on a walk. It's, like, dangerously cold outside. And he just breaks, he breaks it open one day and you never expected it. And he breaks it open and you come home from work and he's just running around with my femur. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, put him down. Put granddad down.
Put him down right now. <laughs> Just starts tearing up my femur. Oh, man. That would be terrible, man. Talk about trauma. Talk about trauma. You know what I Like, talk about trauma for real. Talk about trauma. Wow, that would be that would be tough to watch, you know. Yeah, that's that's my that's my dying wish though, is to have sort of my body put into a resin, spelled out into the words, why wouldn't I lie about everything all the time? And I think it's just, just kind of like a sentimental gift that they would have, and I think that would be wonderful, you know? I think that would just be great. Uh by the way, I don't remember if I said this earlier. If I did, I'll cut it out, but um, sorry for this, but this is the first episode of the new year, which is not okay. I apologize. I was recording episodes. I've been recording episodes, but every week I would just, I would put, I was putting so much pressure on myself, you know, like it was so like, I need to be loose and I feel loose right now. I feel nice and loose Well, my muscles don't, my muscles don't, I feel very tight in that in terms, like physically, physically, it's tight. Physically, physically, it's tight. Speaking of tight, I just thought about the butt plugs. Listen. And this might not make any sense and like feel free to like feel free to brush this off and not even and never think about it again. Absolutely. Don't even don't even don't even don't even think about it. There's something about a butt plug and I've never I've never used one. I've never planned to. I don't I wouldn't even want something that close to my ass. However, part of me wants to believe and feel free to comment if you if you're a butt plug enthusiast and you have all the answers to this. Feel free to share Feel free to spread your firsthand knowledge with the community because I think it's important to share and to listen to others. But a butt plug, I feel like there is I feel like there's a sense of security that comes with it if you just walk around with it. And hear me <laughs> and hear me out, you know what I'm saying? Cuz it might sound crazy, but I feel like I feel like if I was wearing a butt plug right now, I would just feel safer. And there's really no way around that. There's really no way around it. That's the, and that's the only way that I would, that's the only way that I'm able to say it. I feel like if I would had a butt plug in, I would just feel like I would just feel safer in public, you know, cause I'm kind of like, that's like the backside of me and you can't really protect that. That's my blind side, you know, and you can't really protect it. And I feel like with a butt plug, I would just be safer from what you ask. I mean, I guess just, you know. Those groups of criminals that just run around shoving things up people's asses. Apparently, I don't know. I don't, by the way, I don't live in fear of somebody like shoving something up my ass. Boomers do, crazy enough. You know what I'm saying? Why is it, why is that, by the way? Like most of these, most of like the homophobic people over 60 have like this weird, irrational fear that like anybody who isn't straight is just trying to fuck them in the ass, which is so insane and i don't and if you're like anthony that's not real no it is i promise you and i've heard it from like a weird a weirdly high amount of old people you know where they're like just do whatever you want just don't fuck me and i'm like what nobody's trying to like nobody's trying to fuck you crazy sense of confidence by the way i wish i i wish i had the confidence that every time i saw another man i thought they were trying to fuck me like, do you know how much, like, do you know, like, do you know how much confidence that is? I wish I had that, if I'm being honest with you. Like, every dude I see who even looks at me, I'm like, he clearly wants to fuck, and I feel sorry 
for him that I don't swing that way. You know, like, do you know how much confidence that is? I'd feel, I would feel so good about myself if like every dude I saw, I'd be like, he wants this and he can't have it. And (laughs) he wants a piece of this ass and he'll never get a bite. And he's going (laughs) to, he's going to, you know what I'm saying? He'll never be, he'll never get this ass and he'll die never having touched this ass. Man, I wish I had that confidence. I wish I had that confidence. I don't even have that confidence with other women. I'm out in public. Some girl looks at me. I'm like, I bet she's thinking mean things about me. <laughs> I bet she. I bet she's making fun of me to her friends right now. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's some type of self-sabotage. I don't know why I do it. But I, I'm actually on the opposite side of that spectrum. Is anytime somebody sees me in public, I'm like, well... They fucking hate me, you know? They don't even know me. They hate me, though. And I believe... I would believe that. I would believe that quicker than anybody saying that they weren't into me, you know? And I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Something about me. Anywho, um, yeah, the butt plug. It's like... The best way I can explain it, if we're gonna... If I have to explain it, because I'm sure you're looking for it, is like it's kind of like sitting in the corner of a room, you know? You know, a lot of those dads, there's a lot of dads who like get are like real anxious, but they don't they don't call it anxiety. They say that they're always ready for a threat. Okay, you know, see a therapist and they'll tell you otherwise. You know, (laughs) that's what's every every there's you know, what's funny is men over 40. They'll be like nobody men over 50. Really? They're like, you know, when I was growing up, nobody had anxiety except like they could never have a door behind them. Weird, you know? What's that? Oh, just a quirk. No, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, it's just it's a personality trait. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure it is. You're worried about somebody coming up and fucking sticking something in your ass. If those men just would decide to go out in public and wear butt plugs, I think a lot of their anxiety would uh go away. I do. And this is and this is medical advice. And psychiatric advice. And therapeutic advice. They, if you just if we all just wore butt plugs, I think we would all feel safer. That's all. That's all I'm trying to say. It's kind of like a bulletproof vest for your asshole. <laughs> it's a bu- it's a bulletproof vest for your asshole. That's what it is. Sure, Anthony. Sure, it is. That's what that is. A bulletproof vest for your asshole. That's what. No, sure. Okay. I yeah. It's just, you know, it's like sitting in the corner of a room. It's almost like a safety blanket. And once again, it's not, I'm not, I don't live in fear of anybody sticking anything up my ass. But if I was walking around a mall and I had a butt plug in, I'm going to be honest with you, I'd feel a little less anxious. I'd feel a little less anxious because it's almost, it's like a, it's like, it's like a sense of security. It's like a sense of security in a weird way. In a weird way it is. I can't really explain it any further without it this whole conversation just sounding like me rationalizing trying a butt plug i don't want to and i would prefer never having anything in my ass like that however in another world where i was okay with something in my ass i think i would walk around with a butt plug just for the sense of security that it brings me kind of like a kind of like a child with a pacifier where they kind of they they begin to feel calm because there's something in my mouth, I feel like I would feel calm if there was just something constantly in my ass. Um, all right, we're going to move on. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't even know anymore. 
Oh, I don't even know anymore. I don't even know anymore. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where I am. I need to get like a sheet behind me. This, the lighting in here. I'm sorry. I, I just realized the lighting like constantly flicks in and out because it's the fucking, the fucking blinds behind me and like the sun's coming through, but it's not the sun. It's just like clouds. It's not sunny, but obviously the sun's always out. Even when there's clouds, science fact of the day, you're welcome for that. This show is sponsored by better help. Everybody wants to talk about new year, new me, but what have you thought about the opposite? Think about some things that you're crushing right now. Like that you're just that you're just beat that you just got a handle on. Like nobody's had a handle on before. Like what are you killing it in? Around New Year's we get obsessed with like changing ourselves instead of expanding on what we're already doing right because I'm sure you do a lot of things right you just don't really think about it because you're doing it right you know I feel like you know whether it's taking like a maybe like a supplement getting the gym exercising maybe you know maybe it's meditation something of that sort that you're doing and you're killing it and people always look at therapy and think that there needs to be something wrong but if there's things already right and then you go to therapy then it's like a double whammy because therapy helps you find your strengths you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick therapy could be helpful even if you don't think you need it you could there's probably something that you could fix right and sometimes it's not even really about the advice that they're giving you it's more about just talking it out with someone and feeling like you're in a safe space to be able to work on some coping skills maybe figure something out that's been bothering you in your life and just come to a solution when maybe you already have the solution yourself. You just don't know it yet. You just need to have a little conversation with somebody and come to that solution together. Great part about BetterHelp, it's completely online. It's entirely flexible. You could switch between a therapist anytime. If you don't like them, you don't need to feel obligated to keep going to the same person. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? So this year, Celebrate the progress that you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash cause today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash cause. Now, back to the episode. All right. Um, what else did I... I don't even... I have not looked at my notes at all. Um, and I've just been rambling um, because that's what I love to do. I love to prattle. I found out that was... I found this word out the other day. Prattle. Essentially, it just means yapping, but prattle, the definition is something along the lines of speaking like, uh, uh, and, uh, speaking about irrelevant information or just pointless things for just hours on end, just constantly speaking, prattle, yapping, yapping, essentially, essentially this podcast, I should just call this prattling with cause. That's all this is. It's a prattle, yapping with cause. This is all this. It was just a yap, just a yap. Is that a seagull? Did I just hear a fucking seagull? Oh, they're flying in a V. Oh, my God. It's not really a V. It's more of a W. Oh, God. Oh, that is a, that's a poor V. I'll tell you that right now. Looks like they're flying south for the winter. Except it's already nine degrees and and then, then they're flying north. Okay. So that was incorrect. Anywho, listen, we have some asshole advice that I would like to get to here. These are from like maybe two weeks ago, but I never got to them. So we're going to do them now and we're going to do them together. And we're going to have a fun time. Okay, let's see. My boyfriend of a year and a half broke up with me in July over Snapchat. So there is, let's take a pause. Let's pause for a moment. There's about another three to four sentences here and you could have ended it right there. 
My boyfriend broke up with me in July over Snapchat. If any of these next sentences say anything along the lines of I miss him, I want to get back with him, I want to do this, I want to do this, I have one thing for you. I actually, I have this practice. This It's kind of like, and I use this after my previous breakups, and I really think that you would get a lot of use out of it. <clears throat> and it's an ancient practice. Um, but in today's, I guess the modern translation that I would be able to relate to you is to fucking get a grip. Get a fucking grip. Okay? Broke up with you over Snapchat? Snapchat. How about we all get a fucking grip? Get a grip. Get a grip. Grab something tight and grip that fucking shit. Get a grip. Anywho, let's see if this is if I'm correct. In July over Snapchat, and he told my cousin I have a heart of gold and that he couldn't do it in person. Classic gas. That's, hey, that's some D, that is some D1 gaslighting. Hey, game, listen, I'm not on their side, but game respects game. That's good. I'm going to, I got to get use that one. A week later, my friend saw him on Tinder. What did I say? That's D1 gaslighting. And he was hanging out with the girl I was always worried about. In October, he called me and told me he missed me. And I ran back. What did I just say? Get a grip. Get a grip. Get a fucking grip. And he ended up ghosting me for another girl after I gave him a chance. I literally cannot get over him, though. Please help. Help what? Here's some help. Get a fucking grip. Oh, can you help? Listen. 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 And listen, this isn't my advice. I heard some woman on TikTok say this. I don't remember her account. If you guys do, let me know who it is. I don't remember who it was, though, and I'm, I'm apologizing, but I'm just letting you know these are not words mine. My words, these are hers, and they're beautiful. And she said, if you can't get over someone and you don't know what to do, I guess you just need to get hurt again. You need to get, keep getting hurt until you fucking learn. And that's the best advice I could give you. What do you mean you can't get over him? What, like, like for real? He's on Tinder a week later. He hangs out with the girl you were, you were worried about. Then he pretends like he has some moral fucking repentance. And he comes back, then ghosts you for another girl after another chance. And you're sitting here thinking, oh my God, I love him? Bitch. Move on. Please, God, trying to leave a psychotic woman without her going bananas. Please help. Help with what? This is the dream. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. Somebody's obsessed with you. Somebody's obsessed with you won't leave you alone and threatens your life if you don't talk to her every two hours. Uh, Where's the problem? <laughs> I don't see one trying to leave her don't leave listen the problem is that you're phrasing this wrong don't leave her love her and spend the rest of your life with her what are you talking about do you know how hard that is to come by she listen you're thinking about this all wrong oh she keyed my car because i turned off my location why was your location off ding 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 you know what i'm saying what are you cheating Clearly, that's why she keyed your car. She keyed your car because she loves you. She keyed your car because she loves you. 
She keyed your car because she couldn't imagine this life without you. And you and you look at that and you see that as a, as a red flag. I see that as I see that as a green. I see that as a flag. I I don't even see that as a green flag. I see that as a blank flag with so much room to grow, so many colors that could find themselves on this flag and just become their own little thing and wave in the air. You know, this isn't a red flag. This is this is a flag. This is a flag with an opportunity to change. You know, without her going bananas, you should listen. You should count. You should count. Count your don't count your eggs before they hatch. Right. Is that what they say? Don't go. Your, don't count your chickens before they hatch. You have such a beautiful thing in front of you. You're never going to find someone who cares that much because then you're going to get in another relationship and you're going to think, man, you know, she was crazy, but she did care. And that's what's important. That's what's really important. Don't find someone that you're compatible with or that you have a lot of things in common with. Find someone who's psychotic and will make you feel loved even in your lowest moments. Find someone that's willing, that's willing to threaten your friend with a gun just to find out where you went. That's, that's true love right there. So my advice to you is to marry her and never... Grab her and never let go. Even though I don't think she let you, she'll. She, I don't, even though I don't think she'll, she'll even let you do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And even if you don't love her, and you're like, ah, but I've fallen out of love. I don't think you. I, you know, you don't really have a choice, anyways. It sounds like she's not going away. So just make the best of the situation. And you know, most people are in a are in a marriage that they don't want to be in, anyways. And you know. I think they would take your situation over theirs any day of the week. So, yeah. Okay. I think I've been... Next one. Next one here. I think I've been in a situationship for a year. What the fuck do I do? Huh. I don't know. Get a grip! Fuck! What's wrong with you? Like, really? A year? Honey. A situationship for a year? You are getting dragged. You're getting your name is dragged through the mud. What do you want a leash? Sick. I think I've been in this situation for a year. What do you mean you think? What do you mean you think? He is playing you like a fiddle, or she? I don't know. Whatever their gender is, they are playing you like the fiddle. I think I've been in a relationship. I think I've been in a situation for a year. What do I do? You get a fucking grip. You put on your fucking big, big, you put on your big girl, guy, whatever. Put on your big boy pants and you get a fucking grip. You get a fucking grip. Situationship for a year. You know, you guys piss me the fuck off. You know that? Like you really do. Because I think your lives are going great. But clearly you guys have a fucking, have your fucking foot up your ass. The fuck? You got a foot up your ass and you don't know what's going on. You know, I used to think higher of you guys, but you really, you guys are fucked. What would you do if guys keep, if a guy keeps treating you like shit, but tells his friends you're his dream girl? Do we even really need to reference the ancient, the ancient ways anymore? Do I even need to say it? Do I even need to say it at this point? G-A-G, gag, get a grip, gag, 
That's good. Oh my God, I should put that on a t-shirt. Gag. Get a grip. I'm turning 18 in four days. What should I do to celebrate? Join the army. Join the army. Oh, these are old too. Like these are a couple weeks old. Oh my God, you already... Happy birthday. How about that? Happy late birthday. You're 18. You're 18. You're legal. I'll tell you what you go and do. You go buy a pack of cigarettes and then you walk into the nearest military place. You walk in and you go, I want to die for this country. <laughs> I want to put my life on the line for this country. Right? I want to die for this country. You walk in and you go, I want to die with my brothers in arms. Right? And that's what you do. I need a fun, creative way to propose uh, to my girlfriend. Go ice skating with her. Make it a whole day. Do dinner ice skating. And then at some point when you're on the ice, you pull off one of your skates and you, and you, and you slit. You slit. And you cut yourself. On your, nothing fatal. Just like cut yourself like maybe on a bicep or something. And then use that blood to spell in the ice, will you marry me? And then get on one knee and, you know, ask her to marry you. Okay? And if you're like, you know, that's how I would do it um, if I was in that position right now. So pff, feel free to steal it, I guess. Um, actually, I heard a lot of girlfriends love it if you take them to a sporting event that they don't give a fuck about um, whatsoever. They don't even want to be there. And then you make sure to get a camera on you, and then you kneel down in section 105, okay? You kneel down in section 105, and you get on one knee, and you get buttery pop can butter your popcorn all over your knee, and you accidentally spill your beer on her Uggs, and you look up, and you go, will you marry me with a camera in her face and a mascot ready to give her a flower? Um, I heard women love that. I heard it's their favorite way to get proposed to. And all guys should keep doing that because women love it and they definitely don't want to say no, um, but they feel the pressure of obviously the cameras and it being live TV. Um, so they say yes anyways. And then three months down the line, you find out that they didn't actually like that and that they would have preferred if you actually, I don't know, did it anywhere else. And <laughs> then the marriage doesn't end up happening you leave your separate ways and then you always sit there and you always have to think every day for the rest of your life huh why did i think that was a good idea so you should do that yeah oh this is a good this is a good one would you rather get your ass ate by a rhino or brush your teeth with teeth with a cactus first of all it's the cactus with 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 no hesitation and i'll tell you why not because i fear the rhino eating my ass but i fear liking it and then i have to live with that you know what i'm saying like you know how much therapy you would have you would need like really like <laughs> like i don't it's not about the rhino eating my ass because like if i'm in pain and i'm like oh this is gross oh my god and i hate every second of it and it's traumatizing that will be easier to get through day-to-day -day life like that won't like yes i'll be traumatized but Eventually, I feel like I would be able to get over it. If he, if the rhino ate my ass and I liked it, that's what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm really afraid of, and that's why I'm going to have to pick the cactus. Because if you think of, like, imagine I like it. And then now I'm like, oh, maybe I just like it if somebody else put, you know, 
was willing to put their, you know, uh, 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 sail their tongue into, into foreign waters, you know, into foreign land. But then what if I'm just constantly, it's almost like taking heroin where I'm just chasing that high forever and nobody could eat my ass as well as that rhino did. And that would, and I wouldn't be, I like, you can't share that. You can't tell anybody. You can't confide in someone and be like, listen, like this, is how I feel like you can't like that shit. You have to take that shit to the grave. And I don't think I can. I don't think I, so I, I'll do the cactus. I'll do the bloody gums. I don't give a fuck. My gums will be bleeding, whatever. That'll be better than forever chasing the high, right? Then what do you know? Then I'm just, now everybody's now, then it's going to get like concerning. Maybe I can't handle it anymore. I'm making random trips to South Africa and just sitting fate and just going out into into a into the fucking the the the, the 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 African landscape and just sitting out there, not even sitting, just laying down, face down, ass up, just fucking, just 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 enticing a rhino, just praying for them to get near me, just 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 hoping, just hoping to feel that euphoria one more time, and that's just not a life that I want to live. So I think I'm gonna have to brush my teeth with the cactus. That's my final answer. Oh, how do I get someone to like me if they are 27 and I'm 17? You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. That's it for today, everybody. I'm going to try and be consistent. I'm not going to make any promises here, but I'm going to work on my problems. So thank you for listening. Thank you for hearing me speak. And thank you for... Thank you for... Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Like, review, rate, share, comment. Share with a friend, share with their mother, fathers, children's children, whatever. And we had ever so like I always do a two claps and Ric Flair's so gonna get two claps and a Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.